Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. <laughs> oh, good morning. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava. I laugh every time I hear that. Messy living expert, Katrina Fava. And the funny thing is, is I wrote that. <laughs> and every time I hear it, I laugh because it's hilarious. Messy living expert. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Um, it is Monday morning at the moment. Uh, you might be listening at some time in the future, but we're recording live today, Monday. Um, so good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Um, Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thanks for um, coming on the show. Thanks for hopping into the chat room. we got some some awesome ladies in there this morning. Uh, so what brings you here? Have you ever been here before? What's Messy Adventures in Living? Messy Adventures in Living is a radio show um, that I create, I that, well, I guess created itself, actually, to be honest, to invite you to something different, to invite you to come out of judgment and perfection, because what is perfection, right? Other than a whole bunch of judgments. To come out of waiting for everything to be perfect and get into making choices in order to create your life instead of waiting for all the information, all the right information, so that you make the exactly the right choice to come out of being afraid to make mistakes. Um, you know, what would it be like to ask questions about what would create the greatest in your life and then make a choice and then see what that choice creates and then choose again. How many judgments do we have about choice, right? What have we decided that choice is? How much have we decided that once we make a choice, we stick with it? Um, I, my, my children, I have three kids. They're 12 and uh, almost 10 and six and a half. And they learn often in school about making choices. They go to a Catholic school and they learn about making good choices and making the right choices because sometimes when you make a choice, you know, it impacts the rest of your life. So early on in life, we learn that we have to make sure we make the right choice and that if we don't, it can really um, screw us up or it can really damage our lives or it can really damage the lives of other people. So Messy Adventures in Living is really about challenging that point of view or just seeing it as just somebody's interesting point of view. And what if it's not true? What if choice, you know, if your choice only lasted 10 seconds, what would you choose? And what if you could always make another choice and then another choice and another choice? And what if choice is what creates the awareness of what's going to create something great in your life, not the other way around? What if it's not awareness that creates choice? you got to choose first. So that's what you're going to get here on Messy Adventures in Living. I'm Petrina. Uh, I play in a whole bunch of ways in my life. You know, I always have, I always, I guess the word is struggle. I don't know what that, I wonder what that is. What am I aware of? With defining myself when I introduce myself on this radio show or to people. And the thing is, I'm not 
definable, and I have no interest in being definable. So I'm Petrina. <laughs> I'm, I'm me. Here I am. But here's some of the ways that I play, and here's some of the things that I do in the world. Um, I'm a mom. Um, I mentioned that already. I have three awesome kids. And um, I'm also a registered nurse. I'm a pediatric nurse uh, here in Toronto. I have been for almost 20 years now. I love kids. Um, I love kids. I mean, I love kids and they drive me totally crazy at the same time. But there's something about kids that I see um, that they have no point of view about so much and they have no judgments, such little judgment, not no judgment. That's not true. They have some judgments. Um, And I love playing with kids and I love receiving from children as some Thing that I've learned to do over the last few years. We call it sometimes in this reality learning from kids. I love watching my kids and learning from them, but also receiving the gifts that they give me, even if they don't look like pretty little gifts in a bow. This very morning, as a matter of fact, <laughs> this very weekend, I received many gifts and they did not come in a pretty package with a bow on it. <laughs> they, they showed up as anger and frustration in my world, but they're gifts nonetheless. Because they show me something, my kids are always showing me something, always showing me where I can change something, where I can push myself to choose something greater, and I'm so grateful for them for that. Um, yeah, so pediatric nurse, I, um, what else do I do? Um, oh, I'm an author. Um, I have contributed chapters in three great books. Um, one of them is called Creatius, Cautious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy, and Birth. And another one is called Possibilities in Parenting, in which I wrote a chapter called Toolbox for Bully Kids, which I am very excited about. And um, another one that I wrote in um, in a book called The Power of Releasing Judgment, in which I wrote a chapter called Dear Judgment, which is a, a, a breakup letter to judgment, which is awesome, by the way, <laughs> if I might say so myself. <laughs> All right. You can find those on Amazon.ca. Okay. Let us get to today's show, shall we? So what are we talking about today? Today's show is called You See It. Will they choose it? So are you often accused of trying too hard to see the good in everyone? How many times have you been called naive or too nice? You know what? You're not wearing rose-colored glasses. The beauty that you see in them is real. You have a capacity to see beauty. And there's just something else that you might not be willing to see. Ever find yourself giving people too many chances because you know deep down they're a good person, only to be disappointed time and time again? If so, if this is resonating with you, if you know something about this, there's a question you haven't been asking What if you could acknowledge the beauty in people while also seeing where they're unwilling to choose it? So this um, topic has been kind of swirling around in my awareness, and um, I think this radio show has been wanting to talk about this for a long time, and so here we are today. Um, Here's what this is, you know, what is this for you? What is this for you? Yeah. Um, here's what this looks like for me. Okay, so as a kid, I know that I I could look at people and just see how amazing they were. And just, you know, I would look at them and just see how much they were shining. Even when these were people that I knew 
you know, my family or people around me were judging as bad people. Um, I was always kind of confused because I was like, but yeah, I get that. But look, 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 look. Can't you see that? Can't you see that beauty? Look. And so over the years, I learned, I was told, I started to judge that this was wrong, that it was wrong of me to do this, that this meant that I was weak, that I was naive, that I just saw the world through world the wor- world <laughs> through rose-colored glasses. I was told this over and over and over and over. And it made me sad. I'll be honest with you. It made me sad. And so, I mean, I'm 42 years old, and I can remember this probably from the time I was three. And I've struggled with this over the last few years because I, I almost, I have this like, conflictual universe where it's like okay that's it I'm going to just be a bitch from now on because now I've been I've been had the wool pulled over my eyes too many times I I trust people I think they're awesome and then they turn around they do something stupid or they stab me in the back and you know I'm like that's it I'm going into bitch mode but you know what it never works (laughs) because I can't stop seeing the beauty in people and so Last year, I was at a class called Choice of Possibilities, which is an access consciousness class. And um, uh, this was really up in my world for some reason. And so I asked Gary Douglas, who's the founder of this modality, um, about it. You know, hey, what is this? Like, is it that I'm really naive? Like, so many people tell me that I just, I, 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 I try too hard to see the good in people. I'm not willing to see everything. Like, what is this? Because I knew that there was something funky, to be honest. Like, I knew there was something funky. That's the only way I can describe it. My whole life, it's like, yes, I know I see everyone's beauty, but there's something else. There's something funky here. What is that? And you know what he said to me? He said, yes, but you're not willing to see where they won't choose it. And it just like, oh my God, like I feel like crying right now every time I remember those words because it expanded my world so much. And I remember feeling this huge sigh of relief like, oh my God, that's it. It's, and he didn't say, like, notice he didn't say, yeah, but you're not willing to see where they're actually assholes. And I mean, we'll talk about that because people are assholes. I'm not saying, I'm not going around saying that everybody is uh, wonderful all the time. But I think what I, what I decided was that I was only willing to see the beauty in people and I wasn't willing to see where they were actually assholes for the mostly assholes, you know, this is what it was. I was, I thought that what I was doing was I was seeing the 10% that was beauty and the 90% that was asshole. That's what I was judging. That's what I, what I was judging that I was doing. And so when Gary said this to me, yes, Petrina, but you're, you're not willing to see where they won't choose it. I was like, oh my God, that's what it is. So, where have you been doing this your whole life? How much are, have you been unwilling to see that simply people are just not choosing it? They're not choosing their beauty. They're not choosing their beauty. They're not choosing their greatness. They're just not choosing it. And how much of like all these feelings that you get of, of irritation at, around certain people or, or like, all the judgments that you, all these things that you say to yourself or words that you hear that are like, I don't like her or, oh, God, she's so annoying or like, oh, 
like how much of that is actually your awareness of something? Is it your awareness of, oh my God, this person has so much brilliance and they're choosing this smallness, this stupidity, this fakeness? How much of that is your awareness? And what could change for you if you were willing to acknowledge that it's not a wrongness to see the amazing brilliance in people, in everyone? What if that's not wrong? What if you could acknowledge that that's not wrong and also acknowledge that there's something you haven't been willing to see? Have you been unwilling to see where they're not willing to choose their greatness? That's it. You don't have to judge that they're bad or good. You know, brilliant, kind, or assholes. It doesn't have to be one or the other. What if you ask this question? Are they willing to choose it? Will they choose it? Will they choose it? Oh my God, what a gift that question has been in my life. Okay, will they choose it? And then sometimes I get a no, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. They're just not choosing it. They're still totally awesome. I still see it. I see it. It's right here. Look, I see how awesome it, they are. I see their greatness. Well, they're just not choosing it. Okay. It really can be that simple. I mean, I don't know. It's been that simple for me. It's created so much ease. So what is this for you? What's going on in your world that's brought you to this radio show today that's made you click on this topic? Where have you been doing this in your life? With whom have you been doing this with your life? Your partner, your family, your business partner. Ooh, your business partner. Cool. How amazing could this tool be in business? Are they willing to choose it? Will they choose it? Um, your kids, your parents, your coworkers. Who have you been unwilling to see that they will not choose their greatness? And how much has that been wreaking havoc in your life? And how much could change now that you have this question in your pocket? Will they choose it? Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. We are going to take a break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to Zen.fm. We're talking about you see it. Will they choose it? Seeing people's beauty and asking, will they choose it? Don't go anywhere. We will be back very soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? 
Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the U.K., 033-0001-0625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm you can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Thanks for being here. If you're just jumping on, today we're talking about um, seeing the beauty in people. <clears throat> Excuse me. Seeing the beauty in people and um, judging yourself for seeing the world through rose-colored glasses and judging yourself or maybe being judged for being naive and being too nice and always trying to see the good in people. And I'm calling bullshit on this today and say, um, and also sharing with you an amazing gift of, you know, five words, no, four words, <laughs> that um, an awesome guy named Gary Douglas gave me last year, and that is this question here right here. Will they choose it? Well, they choose it. Yes, they are totally awesome. They have so much capacity. They have so much brilliance. Will they choose it? If you ask that question, I am telling you, well, I don't know. I guess happiness is a choice, so I don't know. But you might not. You might not choose it. You might not have any change with this question, but I certainly have. Um, will they choose it has changed everything for me. Ask yourself this question when you find yourself frustrated, when people are, you can see the brilliance of people and they're just in, in your point of view, making stupid choices or they just won't be it or they're just committed to being miserable and you see that it doesn't have to be that way and that they're amazing and that they're brilliant and they have so many capacities right here, will they choose it? And then if you get the sense that the, that they will not, you can, you, well, you can stress about it or you can just go, okay, cool. They just won't choose. They're just not interested in choosing it. Maybe they'll choose it later. Maybe they'll never choose it. Maybe they'll die with their brilliance still inside them. Would you be willing to let them have that choice? And how kind is it actually to let them have that choice? So, um, I, I actually, okay, I'm going to divert for one second. <laughs> I just want to talk about over the break. I was just thinking about my morning and um my my three children um surprised me this morning with something that had to happen at school that I had to get them done for school at 20 minutes before we had to leave so 
<laughs> I was not a happy camper this morning. And um, we were rushing and all. It was just like I, I, a this tornado of cr- crap this morning. And so much in my world has changed about judging myself as a parent. And I'm not sure where this fits in here, but I'm sure it does somewhere because I really feel like I need to talk about it. And usually, usually what happens on Monday mornings when I do my show is that's my husband's turn to take the kids to school because um, my show starts at 9 a.m. here at Eastern and they start school at 8.30 and it's just too tight of a rush for me and I like to have a few minutes where I can, you know, tap into the energy of my show and ask a few questions before I get started. And so uh, this morning I needed, I not needed, I could have made a choice, but I chose to go to the school and hand in some papers and hand in some money and arrange this whole thing that had to happen today. And I was initially feeling what I labeled as angry. And you know what? When you judge something, you can't receive the gift in it. So I came in and I was like, okay, what's right about this I'm not getting? Like, I need to do a radio show. And, you know, I'm so grateful that my kids got me out of the house and got me feeling potent about changing something. Because here I am on this radio show, not willing to be at the effect of this anymore, not willing to be at the effect of um, stressing myself out about what other people are unwilling to choose and being done with judging myself in every way, but also with this. Because, see, the thing with judgment is that we think judgment is about bad things, right? Judgments are bad, bad thoughts that we have about ourselves. But for my whole life, I've been judging myself about being too kind, being too nice, being too sweet, being too, seeing too much beauty. I've judged myself harshly for that. So, you know, judgment is everywhere. If we don't judge things, we can receive the gift of it. You know, I let go of judgment of my morning. I let go of judgment of myself as a parent. I let go of me judging, yelling at my kids this morning. I let it go easily, actually. Thank you for the tools of access kindness. And, you know, now I'm showing up this morning in a much more potent way than I than I think I, I would have, possibly. So everything is a gift, guys. Think about every, everything that you're judging, and if you didn't judge it, would you be willing to receive the gift of it, including what we're talking about today? Okay. So, <clears throat> um, this yesterday, I watched a movie called Trolls. Trolls, right? From, I don't know, it's not Pixar, it's, anyways, who cares? called Trolls. And it's about these little trolls. You might know them. They were very popular in the 80s. And I've learned, actually, that they were originally, they came out in the 60s. I didn't know that. So many of you probably know Trolls. So the idea of this movie is um, trolls are these super happy things. And I have to tell you, I like happiness and I'm all about happiness. But even the trolls were annoyingly happy to me. (laughs) Okay. And this is what I know. This is what I'm aware of stereotypical happiness is what was is a little bit of what was being portrayed in this movie okay stereotypical happiness right down to the russell brand um you know meditating troll anyways i digress so the movie is about um these other grumpy things called the bergens the bergens these grumpy beings called the bergens who decide at some point that or discover that the only way to true happiness is to eat a troll. Like somebody ate a troll and then they were like ecstatically happy all the time because they ate this happy troll. And so when they took the troll and put it into their body, then they had happiness too. And so they, you know, started um, collecting all the trolls and they had a troll tree and everybody was going around eating trolls because that was the secret to happiness. 
eating a troll. And without eating a troll, you would never be happy. So the movie is about, you know, some trolls get caught and then they're on a mission to rescue the trolls, blah, blah, blah. So all of the trolls are like rainbows and butterflies and they're, you know, practically pooping glitter. Oh, no, they poop cupcakes and like, you know, everything is about glitter and cupcakes and rainbows and <laughs> And um, can you feel, can you perceive the irritation in in me right now? So, uh, except for one, right? There's one troll who his name is Branch, and he's kind of gray, um, gray in color. He's not brightly colored as the others, and he just like is just not into happiness. He's like he just wants to protect the world from the Bergens, and he thinks everybody's stupid for being so happy-go-lucky, and he's not interested in in happiness. And um, and throughout the whole movie, Princess Poppy, who is like the most happiest troll of all the trolls, is sees his beauty. She sees his beauty. She sees it. He can sing amazing, and she sees his capacities, and she sees how amazing he is. And she spends her whole movie trying to convince him to be happy. And in the end, she succeeds. Sorry, spoiler alert. Everybody's happy at the end of the movie. <clears throat> There was something about that that I knew was didn't sit right in my world. And this is what it is. Some people just don't want to be happy. <laughs> they really don't. And I don't I believe this for a long time because it's like, well, of course, everybody wants to be happy. Like, isn't that the end goal for everyone? Come on. Everybody really just wants to be happy. No, it's not true. I don't know. This is my what is it for you? What do you know? Are there people in your world who truly just are not interested in being happy no matter what? Do you know people who just refuse to be happy even when it's staring them at the, in the face? So well, how does this relate to our topic? So it goes the same way when we're talking about people who just are don't choose their greatness or don't choose their capacities. They're just not interested. And it, this movie, Trolls, you know, Princess Poppy goes to it you know, at great lengths to make sh to convince um, Branch to be happy and to convince him and to show him his true colors. She goes at, to great lengths to do this. So where where have you been doing that, right? Where have you been going to great lengths to show people their greatness only to feel like you're slamming your head against the wall all the time and you can't understand why they just don't see it? Maybe they do see it. Is it that they don't see it? Or are they choosing not to see it? Are they just not choosing it? So, every let's clear, there's um, a lot of energy here. So, everything everything that is, everywhere you are refusing to see where people will not choose their greatness and will not choose happiness, will you please destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, online shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, that is the access consciousness clearing statement. Um, it's a some, uh, it's a collection of words that does have a extended explanation. You can find that explanation at theclearingstatement.com. It's a tool that we use in this modality called access consciousness. You don't need to understand it for it to work. It's, it really works um, on the energy of what we're talking about. So as stuff comes up for you, when you say the clearing statement, it uh, can work to get rid of um, the energy that's underneath uh, this thing that we're talking about. So what have you made? What have you made vital about? What have you? Hmm. What is that? What have you made so vital, valuable, and real about? 
I want to say only seeing the good in people, but see, the thing with that is that this is a judgment. This is what we need to get at. The, the, the idea that you're only willing to see the good in people is a lie because good is a judgment. Bad is a judgment. So how much judgment is involved here, right? When we're talking about only being willing to see the good in people, the problem with this is that it's a lie because good and bad are lies. They're judgments. You have to judge something in order to determine if it's good or bad. So what if nothing was right or wrong? Like what if you didn't see anything as right or wrong? What if it was all just interesting? Because who says that what you have decided they're choosing is stupid is not actually contributing to them? Like, whoa, how much how much of superiority energy is here? Right? How much superiority is there in looking at someone and going, you know, I see your greatness and you're not choosing it. And that's wrong. Right? Superiority, anyone? So everywhere you... Everywhere you're unaware of where you're doing superiority here. And everywhere you're, you have, this is being disguised as kindness when actually it's superiority or where it's being disguised as, you know, I just want everybody to be happy. I just wish people would see how great they are. Everywhere that's uh, disguised for superiority, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and buck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, I wasn't expecting to go there. <laughs> gotcha. Sometimes we do this, right? We think we're superior because we see beauty and other people don't. And so we think we need to make sure everybody gets on board. Why? Go. Go where you want to go. Never mind everyone else. And, and you know, what if you, what if you being willing to see your own beauty is the invitation that will change things for others? Yeah, I think. <laughs> Thanks, Keisha. How about if I leave you with that one? So I'll leave you with that wedgie, all you superiority bitches and assholes <laughs> that are trying to get everybody to see their beauty when really they just want to be left the hell alone. <laughs> We're going to take a break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A2Zen.fm. We're talking about you see it, but will they choose it? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class? Who struggles to connect? Who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find access bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? 
Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Today, the title of our show is called You See It, Will They Choose It? And we're talking all about the ability to see beauty in everyone and the judgment that you've had of yourself or maybe that others have had of you, that you see the, wor- the, the world through rose-colored glasses um, and that you're just naive and that you're just too nice and you're not willing to see where people are actually assholes. And we're just looking at, you know, what if that's not true? What if you really, what you're looking at is real? What if you really do have a capacity to see the beauty in everyone? Um, and, 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 are you unwilling to see where they just won't choose it? Um it's challenging sometimes to see their beauty when they're assholes um, in the chat room. Yeah, thank you. Um, <clears throat> and see, the thing is, okay, the thing is, people are assholes. Let me just get this straight. <laughs> there are people who are assholes. People are assholes. Yes. I'm not, you know, glitter. I'm not the glitter troll here. Like, <laughs> But the thing is, um, I, I think, the thing is, or this is what it's been for me. For me, it's been an either-or universe, right? It's like either I... <laughs> either I see their beauty or I see their asshole and I have to pick one and then I have to decide whether or not I like them or not. And what if none of that is true? Like what if it doesn't have to be that way? So everywhere you've decided that they're either an asshole or they're beautiful, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, puck, all nine choice, boys and beyonds, because we know that we can be everything and that consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. Consciousness includes the asshole in them and it includes the beauty in them and who says that the asshole in them is not contributing to you who says all the assholes in your life are not contributing to you and making your life greater why because it's not wrapped up in a pretty bowl right i have lots of assholes in my life (laughs) no seriously (laughs) there's lots i look for there's lots of assholes in my life and they all contribute to me and you know i'll be honest like there's not a lot of people that I I don't like. And you know, I look at now when I when I say this to myself like, "Oh, I really like them." Or I actually really don't like them. I stop now and I go, "Okay, what am I aware of? What am I aware of?" Because I don't buy this lie of I like them or I don't like them. That's not true for me in my world anymore. I feel like that's just liking someone is bullshit. Right? Do you guys get that? Liking someone is bullshit. What are you aware of? Well, I must have an <laughs> Oh my goodness, just in the chat room. Well, I must have an amazing fucking life then. Well, how many amazing how Okay, no seriously though. If you feel like you're being surrounded by assholes. Okay? Do you like there's so many questions here like A, how aware are you 
of all the places where they're choosing to be assholes when they actually could be choosing to be something else. But it's not, no, that's not even it. Like, where are you unwilling to receive from assholes? Where are you unwilling to receive from bitches? Where are you unwilling to receive from total jerks? Because ev- all of those people can contribute to them if you allow them to. You know, so what happens instead? Like, do you just shut them out? It's like, well, this person is an asshole and I don't want them in my world. And, like, that's okay. It's not wrong. You might have the awareness that having this person in your world, you know, is not a contribution to you, but I would really ask you to consider that because everything contributes, can contribute to you if you would be willing to receive it and if you would be willing to look at it with no judgment. So what are some questions that you can ask? So, you know, if I didn't have any judgments about this person, what would I choose? Um, liking someone is bullshit. Yeah, it is. I, I, I get that for myself now. Liking someone is bullshit. There's a lie here about I like them or I don't like them. I don't even say that to myself anymore. What am I aware of here? There's a particular person in my life that I have no liking for at all, like none. <laughs> Like zero. <laughs> and it really, I can only think of one person, I'll tell you, that is that, it's that much for me. And I, I just keep asking myself, what am I aware of? What am I aware of? And what is this person contributing to my life? Because there's a reason that this, this person is here. What are they showing me? What are they showing me that if I would be willing to receive it, could create more ease and joy and fun in my life. What is this person contributing to my life? What are they showing me? What are they showing me about myself? Like, are the assholes in your life showing you where you have judgments about stuff? Are those assholes an opportunity to look at something and ask some questions? And like, where are you handing over your power to assholes? Really? Where are you handing over your peace and your joy to assholes and everything that is will you destroy it or create it all right and wrong good and bad pot and puck all nine shorts boys and beyonds no like where 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 are you like I feel like we look at people who are being who are who are mean and 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 um, interested in separation and we look at that and we judge it as bad and so we just cut it out of our world but and that's okay Hey, but wait, like, did you ask a question first? What is this person contributing to my life that I have been unwilling to acknowledge? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you handing over your choice, your beauty, your potency, your peace, and your ease and your joy to assholes? Where are you handing that over? And what's the value in that? And, like, you know, everywhere you think that not letting them control you means getting angry with them and telling them to F off and, you know, getting angry. Like, everywhere you've decided that's the way to cut that out of your life, rather than recognizing that there might be another possibility. Like, something about kindness or ease or space like everywhere you're confusing all of that like this just feels all twisted and confused like i i recognize that these people are, are are not a contribution in my life and so the way to deal with that is to get angry with them and to push them out of the way what if that's not true 
and everywhere you bought that lie, will you destroy and create it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow, we're talking a lot about assholes. <laughs> because this is a, not a show about rose-colored glasses. This is what I'm trying to get. We have like we're, we've separated it. Either we see the beauty in everyone, or we're cynical. It's like either they're a good person or they're a bad person. Those are judgments. And what if none of neither of those are true? What if you could just look at what someone is choosing in the moment and go, okay, cool, that's interesting. Is there, you know, what can I receive from them? I would challenge you. Anyone who you who you who is bringing up a lot of shit in your world, who you who is making you angry, um, because anger, we talk about anger a lot as potency. How much how much potency is that person uh, how much of your potency is that person showing you and are you not receiving it by by just cutting them right out of your life and by being not willing to receive from them and everything that is will you destroy and create all right and wrong good and bad pot puck, all nine shorts boys and beyonds okay so what does all of this look like in relationships in family uh with your kids in business, what does this look like in business? Let's go there, I guess. Um, if you're only willing to see the beauty in something, the beauty in a business proposal, the beauty in an idea, the beauty in a business partner, you know, you might meet someone that you know could be amazing. I've done this lots of times. You you might meet someone that you know is um, could could really contribute to your business, and who has a, and you could really work with, or who really has a lot of connections, and you get excited, and you, and the, and you're like, oh, this is awesome, and you don't ask a question, you know, and because you see the beauty, you jump in, and you and you and you you jump in with with both feet, um, and then if it doesn't work out. You get mad at yourself. And hey, this is messy adventures in living. This is all about making choices and then creating awareness. So this is not wrong if this is what's happening. But, but, you know, would you be willing to just ask a question? Um, You know, are you running away with the awareness of the beauty and the awareness of the possibility? Like, have the awareness of the possibility. Have the awareness of the amazingness of, of what could be created. And ask some questions. Will they choose it? Will they choose it? What, you know, will they, will, yeah, will they choose it? And and there could be a whole bunch of other questions that you could be asking um, about business. Um, apparently, I don't think I know a lot about business. <laughs> and I'm just going to destroy and uncreate all that for myself. <laughs> right, wrong, goodbye, fuck, fuck, all nine choice, boys and Yeah. So in business, you know, are you only looking at what could be, what you know is amazing, what you know is possible, and then getting disappointed when you jump in and you you choose a partner before you ask some questions, like, is there something there that you're unwilling to look at? Are you unwilling to see where they'll choose it? And everywhere, um, this is not allowing you to create what you know is possible when you just join a cradle. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Um, what about relationships? Like, what does this look like in relationships for you? I think we could probably make a whole show about this. So, you know, when you meet someone and you see, you know, think about those first 10 seconds or those those first 10 minutes or, you know, the first date you have with someone and you really can see them. 
Um, and you like it so much or you love it so much and you desire to have it so much that then you don't ask any questions about whether or not they'll choose it. And I think some of it is that we, we've learned to ask like, or we've learned that pe- some people just don't see their beauty. And maybe this is where we get tripped up because, because then we think we can, can, we can show them. We can show it to them. Right? How much does this play out in relationships? Oh my God, they're so beautiful. They just need some help seeing it. That's what this, that's what was happening in this movie, Trolls. Um, you know, Princess Poppy said, even said something to, you know, the, I can't remember his name, Branch, Branch. Yeah, it's so heavy. Even said to Branch, um, you know, we all have happiness inside of us. Sometimes we just need people to help us, help us see it. And it was like, no. (laughs) I mean, yeah, maybe, but no, because how much does that trip us up in relationships where you're like, come on, you're so beautiful. Please let me show you. You have so much talent. You have so much capacity. I will save you. I will save you from yourself. I will save you from your unconsciousness. Here, let me show you. And then we get into these relationships where the other person does not wish to choose it. And then we think we're bad because we can't convince them of their beauty. And so we judge ourselves and then we're miserable because it's 30 years later and they're still choosing asshole or they're still choosing unhappiness. And we're like, I don't understand. It's really easy, guys. Will they choose it? It's a really, really easy question. Um, okay, so let's, let's, let's go to break. We just have some new chat rumors. So let's go to break. Um, if you guys have questions, pop them in. We're coming down to the last 15 minutes. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on a to Zen.fm. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. 
I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Thanks for being here. We're talking about um, they see it. Uh, no? Oh, they see it. Do they see it? You see it. Will they choose it? We're talking about seeing the amazing beauty in people um, and also being unwilling to see where they will not choose it or not being unwilling to ask yourself, will they choose it? Um, interesting conversation we've, we've been having. Um, there's a really cool question in the chat room. Thank you, Carol. I'm going to address that, I think. So um, Carol is asking, I wonder, you know how what drives you crazy about others is a reflection of something in yourself. So I wonder if maybe I'm doing the same thing. And then my brain flips out with resistance. What the fuck is all that? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't cover that, actually. So um, thanks for this question. So actually, I just want to say this. Um, what if that's an interesting point of view? What if, what, what if this idea that everything that drives you crazy about others is a reflection of something in yourself? What if that's just an interesting point of view? Um, and that doesn't mean that it's not true, because it might be in some cases. But, you know, where have you made that? the blanket statement and where is that keeping you from being aware of everything else so um you know what if you what if you just asked yourself what am i aware of here when something drives you crazy about someone else what am what am i aware of has been an amazing question for me too what are you aware of when you meet someone and they drive you crazy or they're irritating you or they're pissing you off what are you aware of do you see something amazing in them that you are aware they are not choosing and is that is that bringing up some potency in you? And if it is, then that's great because then you can ask yourself, is there something I can contribute? And you might get yes and you might get no. Because the thing is, like, when you look at someone who's not choosing happiness or not choosing their greatness, you know, we judge that as stupid or wrong or not the best choice. And what if it is the best choice for them? What if it's the choice they need to make right now in order to get to something greater later? And what if trying to convince them of their beauty and convince them to be happy right now is the biggest unkindness you can perpetrate on them? Because they are where they're at. And if what they're choosing right now is not wrong, who are you to go in there and try and convince them to be happy when that's not where they're at right now? Because we judge that not being happy or being grumpy or being an asshole or not seeing your greatness is wrong. What if it's not? What if it's just where they are? Yeah, ask lots of questions. Um, sometimes when you see something, yeah, absolutely. Like there's lots of times when I see that something about somebody else irritates me and I know that that's, there's something about me there. And I, and I, but you know, you need to ask more questions. What am I aware of? What am I aware of is an amazing question um, to ask that can, you know, get you to ask more questions and then and then see what comes up. So 
um, you know, we're talking a lot about questions, and remember that questions are not to get answers. We 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 learn in life that we ask questions in order to get an answer. And what if that's not true? What if the re- the 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 purpose of asking a question is to gain the awareness? So what what does that look like for you? Like, do you have a knowing? Do you have a sense? So when you ask, what am I really aware of here? What's your sense? And and go with that. And then you can choose from there in relationship, in business, uh, with your children, with your parents. Children is a huge one, right? Because we so often want so badly for our children to choose happiness. Not that I would know anything about that. (laughs) You want so badly for them to choose happiness. And it's so easy to look at kids and see their brilliance, right? They're so shiny. You know, if you have teenagers, you might know this. My daughter is 12 right now, and this is what's happening. It's like, I look at her, and I'm like, oh, my God, look at you. You're so brilliant. Why are you choosing this stupid shit? Like, why are you choosing drama? But, oh, my God, what a judgment that is. What a superior bitch I'm being. Leave her alone. She's choosing what she's choosing. And who says that what she's choosing right now is not going to contribute hugely to her life? What a bunch of judgments. Who am I to go around telling her that she should be happier or that I should be constantly reminding her of how brilliant she is? Look how brilliant you are. Look, look how brilliant you are. Look how brilliant you are. You're making stupid choices. Come on, look at how brilliant you are. Why are you choosing this stupidity? Wow. Everywhere you're doing that, everywhere you're perpetrating um, that onto people, everywhere you're perpetrating people's own brilliance onto them and like turning it into a wrongness and turning it into a weapon and actually hindering um them like contributing to the hindrance of them creating a greater life will you please destroy and create all that (sighs) right and wrong good and bad all nine shorts boys and beyonds and how much are you doing that with yourself as well how much are you doing that with yourself how much are you perpetrating that all onto yourself because you see your brilliance would you be willing to ask yourself, would you be willing to see for yourself where you're just not choosing it right now? And would you be willing to be okay with that? You see your brilliance. I know this. It's frustration. You can see your brilliance and also acknowledge where you're just not choosing it. We're coming to the end of our show. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.